Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Um, in this episode, I want to get into basically the Fed meeting. So recall in the last episode, we got into the uh, disappointing inflation reports in August where uh, core consumer price index and core the core producer price index both were above expectations and indicating that sort of for a lot of different categories, inflation is elevated inflation is still a problem. And this is all part of that idea of watching some key dates really through the balance of the year. So uh, anyway, this week we had the Fed meeting, and I guess given that inflation, uh, those two inflation reports, it wasn't a surprise that they went ahead and uh, hiked their benchmark interest rate another three quarters of a point, but then importantly with a very strong signal that they're going to continue hiking rates until they see evidence that inflation is calming down. Now when we look back it's sort of uh, the uh, sort of the pattern of things over the last few months. You know what what we've seen is, uh, especially uh, since the uh, Jackson Hole Symposium, really the the Fed officials have been signaling, "Hey, inflation is a problem. We're going to stay aggressive." It's a little easier for them to do that because the job market remains pretty firm, pretty tight. And so that, you know, if, they, if you think about it, it is their dual mandate of having to, uh, you know, max, sort of maximize jobs, but also keep prices under control that because the uh, job market is so tight, they have a little bit more room uh, to continue to be aggressive. And so, you know, we can kind of look through and see in the statement, which was interesting, they basically, uh, I think it was July that they had their last meeting. Each meeting, they issue a statement and then they change it through time, each, each time they update it. And a lot of times it, you can look at really the changes in the statement to understand the evolution of their thinking. But it was very notable that essentially the statement didn't change uh, hardly at all. Um, and what, what it essentially is saying is inflation's elevated and we've got to keep working on it to, to try to get it back down. So uh, a lot of uh, sort of intense, I guess, uh, messaging from the Fed. And the, as you might appreciate, the markets reacted accordingly. So first and foremost, you know, the, the expectation of future hikes all went up a little bit. And, um, and so both, uh, and we'll get into this in a second, the Fed's own projections, but also the market uh, through futures contracts is kind of signaling, oh, we, we realize the Fed is going to continue to be more aggressive. That brings market interest rates higher. So we've saw market interest rates jump up even further. And remember, that feeds things like mortgage rates, which have gone really high relative to uh, recent history for sure. And all of this is designed, of course, to slow the economy down. But what you hope is that that doesn't trigger us into a recession and that whatever sort of negative impact on the market is eventually recovered. And we'll get to that more in just a second. Now, another thing about this meeting, they don't do it at every meeting, but at many meetings, they issue what they call their Summary of Economic Projections. It's known as the SEP. And so they did that this week. And, you know, essentially, um, it, it, what we saw, it's really three parameters that we watch in that uh, report. And remember, it's a uh, essentially almost like a survey of the Fed officials. What do people think in terms of 
where things are headed. So they'll tend to sh- sort of present the median of of the for, of the uh, of the survey results among those officials. But the punchline here is that the trend that started really uh, in December of last year has continued. Meaning, number one, they increased yet again their forecast for 2022 inflation. Last time they did this uh, in June, it was 5.2%. They upped that a little more to 5.4%. And obviously what you want is for the their expectations eventually to fall. Um, a second then is really uh, the, the Fed funds uh, rate. So they're forecasting, let's say at the end of the year, now that they expect the Fed funds rate to be 4.4%. And with this recent hike, you know, we're in a range of three to three and a quarter, <clears throat> excuse me, and and, um, and that idea of it going to, um, you know, close to four and a half, um, that's actually up a full percentage point from their June forecast for year-end 2022. So they, they, you know, back in June, they said, hey, we're going to hike rates to 3.4%. So obviously with this move and uh, and then, you know, sort of an assessment of what they think they're going to have to do for the balance of the year, they're seeing rates going a bit higher. And as we've talked about before, that translates to dampening GDP growth. And so essentially both for 2022 and for 2023, when we look at that June forecast, their June SEP, they had 1.7% growth uh, for both this year and next. Basically, those numbers have come down. For 2022, They've revised their full year growth rate to 0.2% and uh, their 2023 growth rate to 1.2%. So that's all, you know, pretty muted relative to where they were even in June. But then if we look back to prior dates, especially back to December of 21, that these forecasts were much different, um, much lower inflation expectations, much lower uh, Fed funds rate expectations, and much higher growth. So there's been this shift where the Fed has realized it's ha- it has to be just that much more aggressive. That does mean that they're worried about inflation and they're forecasting it to remain high and they're trying to bring it down. It does mean that uh, the economy is going to slow. Now, one of the industry practices is uh, kind of everybody does is when the Fed has a meeting, typically you have everybody sort of swirling around waiting for that 2 o'clock release, that statement to be released. And then it, I think it's at 2.30, so a half hour after the, re- the release, Fed, the Fed chair, and these days that's Jerome Powell, uh, hosts a, 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 a press conference and uh, issues a statement there and then answers a bunch of questions. And so people are watching that, and they're watching the market's reaction kind of at the statement uh, or the first release and then, and then during the press conference. What's important, and I think, to understand about about the market response and the context of the market responses, I actually think we need to go back to mid-June to sort of understand what the market has been focused on, market and investors have been focused on, with the Fed, with inflation, et cetera. So if we go back to June, which is, um, as I I record this anyway, was when we hit a low on the S&P 500. It was June 16th. Uh, sort of a local low uh, within the year here in in what, you know, has been a a bear market. And basically, that reaction uh, was uh, looking at essentially what was a disappointing inflation report, so the May inflation report, and then the Fed 
adjusting its policy and getting more aggressive then. And so, you know, sort of like, okay, hey, the market uh, participants figured out, oh, the Fed's got to be more aggressive, rates are going to go higher. Then interestingly, for some period of time, and um, and I think it related, uh, among other things, to the June in- inflation report, which got a little bit better, I think, if, I'm, if I am if my months right. But anyway, inflation started to show little signs of improving. And the bottom line is that uh, that the market started to anticipate the possibility of the Fed unwinding its hawkish policy. So the market started going higher, um, and it really reached a local high, if you will, off that low in mid-June in mid-August. And so, and, and this was a period when was a little bit less to learn from the Fed. But, uh, but then in August, uh, the Fed has uh, what they call their Jackson Hole Symposium, and uh, Chair Powell basically took the opportunity to give a speech where he reiterated how they're going to be super aggressive, and the market started trending lower from there. So think of it as the market has been trending lower since mid-August, and, um, and then the, this Fed meeting result this week basically reinforced that pattern. There was always a chance the Fed would do something less than expected or signal, hey, we're, we've seen signs of better inflation or whatever. That didn't happen. And so the, it was almost like reinforcing and amplifying this trend down. So markets are trading close to uh, the sort of the lows from um, mid-June earlier this year. So, you know, as we've talked about in the last uh, few weeks, we really are focused on a bunch of key dates through the balance of 2022 as we all navigate this volatility. It will include the inflation reports. It will include more Fed learnings, minutes, and other meetings. And, um, and you know, other things like, you know, reports on the consumer, et cetera, and, of course, GDP, you know, how, how we're going we're gonna to learn for sure about uh, third quarter GDP. And so, anyway, um, that's what we'll be uh, sort of focused on uh, for the balance of the year. Thanks so much for listening uh, to this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.